The following podcast contains dramatizations of actual events. Certain situations, dialogue, names, and locations may have been changed. Some scenes are graphic in nature. Listener discretion is advised. According to my calculations, we have 15 minutes. We are trying to have one last hurrah, I guess you could say. Ah! Hey guys, I'm back. Impeccable timing every time. <laughs> People always have secrets. Why can't you just tell the doctor the truth and come clean with it? You never know all of the story that you might be getting. Uh, Olga, call security. <laughs> A motorcycle ride is very free-feeling. There's no other feeling like it. So we just came with an idea. Right. After we were finished having sex, I was in a lot of pain. Doctor, me and my love parts are on fire. Can you please help me? Oh, oh my God. Are you kidding me? Another box bites the dust. 27 down, 140 more to go. He's goofy like no other. <laughs> he makes me laugh constantly. And he's gorgeous. One of the things that I instantly fell in love with was her smile and just her big, bright personality. Honey, I'm so excited. We're finally going to have our own place. With a killer master bedroom. Been together for over a year now. And a perfect man to share it with. Um, we actually met online dating. And two, three weeks later, he just started staying over at my house all the time. You know, I'm really going to miss this place. We had a lot of fun here. <laughs> Want to give the old place a... Proper send-off. That sounds great. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I was in the mood, so I just gave him a little wink, and he did the rest. <laughs> what about my dad? He's in the next room. I'm sure you can come up with something. <laughs> and I, of course, was a little worried about his dad trying to get rid of him. Dad! We have an emergency. Yeah, what kind? We are completely out of packing tape. Oh, and I suppose you want me to go get it. It's right around the corner. We don't have time to slack off. Aye, aye, sir. Actually, he's like, no, we gotta get this stuff done. And we're like, no, go, <laughs> go away. According to my calculations, we have 15 minutes to make this work. That's 13 more than I normally get. Okay, so um, I'm trying to plan out my attack here. He tried to make it as romantic as he could, you know, because we were trying to have one last hurrah, I guess you could say, in the apartment. So, you know, he tried to make it all cushy to try and set the mood. It's in our nature. <laughs> and we were just kissing and warming up each other. We're giving our place, you know, a final kind of sexy goodbye. And he puts his knee down. And immediately just shoots back up. Ah! <laughs> ah! Oh. Are you okay? Uh, I just did something awful to my knee. Your knee? Yeah. It just felt like a sharp pain. We just figured he put his knee down on something, he scraped it, and everything was gonna be okay. Just a minor setback. Now, where were we? <laughs> He's like, no big deal. You know, we, let's keep going. Ah! But we were wrong. <laughs> Very wrong. 
What's uh, going on, David? What uh, happened? Just felt like a sharp shooting pain. And I was like, wait, what? What are you talking about? I don't know what happened. What do you mean? You just put it on the ground. It could be an old football injury. I tore some muscles and the doctor said this could happen. I'm starting to worry now. Oh my God, did I blow out my knee? Okay. Listen, you stay right here. I'm gonna go grab you ice and a bandage. And I was sitting there just thinking to myself, did I really just blow my knee out to having sex? After all these years of football, hitting guys, it's gonna be sex that does me in. <laughs> so we're still trying to figure out what was going on with his um, leg and why he's in so much pain. And as I'm out there getting the ice and grabbing the bandage, you know, of course, right, prime moment, his dad decides to walk through the door. <laughs> hey guys, I'm back. Impeccable timing every time. <laughs> you wouldn't believe what they charge for this tape over there. It's just crazy. And then there was this guy in the parking lot. He almost hit me. Hey, are you guys getting some work done? Guess who just came home? Well, did he see you? Huh. Well, I don't think so, but we'll soon find out. Are you able to get the ice? Oh, I was almost able to get the ice, but then your dad came in. Mm. But I'm going back out there to get the ice right now. Well, it doesn't look like you kids made any progress while I was out. No, we got sidetracked. What's with the ice? I was just going to tell you. David hurt his knee. Well, how'd that happen? I'm not really sure. I think it might be an old sports injury. <laughs> and so I bring the ice in so we can try to ice it. Then, of course, out of nowhere, his dad just decides to walk on in. David, you hurt your knee? I just felt this sharp pain for no apparent reason. It's killing me. Well, of course you hurt yourself. You had the lights off. I couldn't see a darn thing. I was terrified. Are you naked? It was getting stuffy in here. Well, next time, open a window. Good idea, Dad. I didn't even realize he was in the room until he asked me, why are you naked? Because I, I was just so focused strictly on what had happened to me. So when we get to our new place and we're starting to unpack, um, you know, and he's moving some boxes, and I can just tell, I can see it in his eyes. He's still in so much pain. How's it feel, David? Uh, like a root canal in my knee. I guess sex is out of the question. You know, that might be what the doctor would order. Everybody stop sitting around. Come on, these boxes aren't gonna unload themselves. Dad, it really hurts, this is serious. His dad pretty much just told him, you know, suck it up, be a man. <laughs> you know, yesterday you were sitting around naked and now today you're trying to weasel out of some heavy lifting. Do your share, son. Ugh. Just gonna make it worse. Ugh. It feels like there's something inside drilling into my knee. Sounds like something out of a horror movie. Maybe we should get that looked at. Let's go to the ER. I couldn't bear it. I couldn't look at him anymore and see that he was in so much pain and know that like this happened because, you know, of us trying to have sex. Yeah, and maybe when you get back, you can help me out with the boxes. So what seems to be the problem? My knee is throbbing in pain. And when did you first begin to notice the symptoms? It's, it's been a couple days. And you're just now getting around to seeing us? We've been busy moving out of our apartment. Uh-huh. Any idea what may have caused this? You know, we're both <laughs> embarrassed at this point in time. We don't want to tell them we were having sex. I, I fell on my knee and hurt it. 
And ever since then, I haven't been able to move it right. Old klutzy David. <laughs> That's what they call me. Nobody believes me about my knee just having an injury. Ugh. And I don't blame them. The story isn't adding up because we haven't told the whole truth yet. Well, uh, you tipped me with that. I hit the ceiling. Fine, but you need to let me examine it. Oh. It was awful, you know, she goes and she she actually makes uh. his knee bend. Uh. Sir, sir, I, I'm sorry, I gotta be honest uh. with you, I don't see any wounds and I don't uh. see any swelling. I'm not sure where the pain is coming from. It really upset me because she totally just wanted to ignore him and say there was nothing wrong with him. Well, could I see a doctor then, nurse? Uh, I'll see who's available. So after we're done with the nurse, she's at least kind enough to get a doctor to come see me. I examined the patient. I didn't see any signs of injury. I suspect he may be motivated to be medicated. I see. I guess they thought everyone just wants to go into the ER for get pain, pain meds, free you know? meds. Hi, I'm Dr. Bruce. Oh, boy. I understand that you're having some problems with your knee. Let me take a look at this. Oh, ah. Have you had any previous knee injuries? Mm. Yeah, a football injury. I took a helmet to the knee, tore some muscles. The doctor warned me the regenerative tissue might snap someday. I see, and what happened this time? Uh, took a little spill. It was a pretty nasty one, too. I was there. And what happens if I turn it in this direction? Oh, oh! Yeah, I felt so guilty because, you know, he's, he's there hurting and I'm fine. <laughs> and it all came from, you know, us trying to be intimate together. Uh, the amount of pain uh, you're experiencing has me very concerned. I'm not sure what's causing it. My initial diagnosis is that you have a torn ligament. You see, that nurse didn't know what she was talking about. Or this might be some type of nasty internal infection. Left untreated, it could cause irreversible joint damage and be life-threatening. That freaked me out. We're gonna run some additional tests and get a better idea of exactly what's going on. Excuse me, doctor, doctor. You can say he scared the truth out of me at that point. <laughs> I gotta tell you something. I was on the ground, uh, I put my knee on the floor and something happened. So were you doing something unusual on the floor? It's okay, baby. We can tell him. This injury, what, whatever it is, it happened when Lisa and I were having sex. <laughs> You'd be surprised how common it is, people coming to the ER with sex injuries. I don't think you've had the market cornered. I see these sex-related injuries all the time. At that point, he goes, just to be on the safe side, we'll get some x-rays done for you. We'll cover all of our bases on this one. Now let's go get some x-rays. Performing sexual acts on the floor may seem novel and exciting, but it can be really dangerous. It's not only taxing on the body and can cause possible abrasions and contusions, but it really is just not clean. The results are in. I have some news. You don't have an infection, and the ligaments look perfectly normal. What's causing all this pain? Well, you're not going to believe this. In 30 years of practice in medicine, I've never found anything this unusual lodged in a patient's knee. Any ideas? And at first, the doctor is being a, a funny guy, and he sticks the x-ray up with his thumb over it so you can't see what's in the knee. So he's got it up there. He's just, well, what do you think it is? Hmm. So finally, he takes his hand off, and he shows us the x-ray. Take a look. I look at the x-ray, and clear as day, there is a sewing needle. Well, I immediately just had a flashback. Now, this injury could have affected David for the rest of his life. When I first saw the x-ray, I've never felt more relief to be right in my life. There it is, you can clearly see it. It was in my knee, not in my head. I knew something was in there and something was wrong. 
And it's all my fault. What do you mean? That sewing needle. It's mine. We were packing and I dropped my sewing kit on the floor. I thought I picked up all my needles. Except one. Now we have to figure out how to get this needle out of your body. And then I was like, oh my God, there's a needle in my knee. What do we do about this? Is it permanent damage? I start freaking out again. I recommend surgery, but it's not going to be easy. I'll hook you up with one of my orthopedic specialists, and he'll have you up and running in no time. So he goes into surgery, and I'm waiting in this waiting room all by myself. And then his dad came in. David just got out of surgery, and the doctor says everything went really well. That's great news. You know, I never quite figured out how you kids got yourself into this. David never mentioned anything? No, he didn't, but fortunately you're about to. What happened is you had just gone out to get some packing tape, and while you were gone, we thought it would be a good time to get intimate. And he just what? looked at me, and he's like, what? what? You, you were having, having sex? sex? You were having sex. <laughs> Why do you think David was naked? Well, I guess I just figured he got out of the shower. I, no wonder it took you guys so long to the boxes. Even after seeing his son naked, he still had no clue how this had happened. Hey. So the good news is I'll be making a full recovery. <laughs> That's great, son. Ah. Oh, oh, sorry. I'll yeah. make sure to leave my sewing kit locked safely in the closet. <laughs> Needles. Ugh. I don't ever want to see another needle in my life. All right, son. Come on. Toughen up. I had no idea that sex on the floor could send me to the ER. He was wearing. <laughs> I'm serious. Help! Help! I would say the toughest part help, about help. working in the emergency department are your critical cases. What's going on? I think my friend here is having a heart attack. Okay, let's get her to bay four. Ma'am, I'm gonna have you take a seat, okay? Her complaint was basically that she was having Time. chest pain, shortness of breath, palpitations, and sweating. And she had a male companion there, and he appeared to be quite a bit younger than her. Hello, ma'am. I'm Dr. Turner. And I'm Austin. I'm Susan's personal trainer, certified. Is she okay? Her symptoms were classic for an acute heart attack. This EKG should tell us a lot. But tell me, what were you doing when your chest pain started? I was out having, was on a run with Austin. And then I had to stop suddenly because my heart started beating so fast. Her phone rang several times. Austin, phone. Who was that? Nothing. I'll talk to you about it later. You know your secrets. So when I looked at the EKG, I mean, it was absolutely completely normal. I doubt that you're having a heart attack. Well, that takes care of that. Thank you, doctor. We'll be on our way. Oh, oh, not so fast. I just said that the EKG looks normal. The heart is a muscle. It needs nutrients in order to work. Anything that restricts the amount of nutrients that get to the heart will threaten its viability. Right now you're at rest. What we have to do is reproduce the situation in which you are having your symptoms. I suggest you have a stress test. I had to explain to her how important getting these tests were. This could be signs of cardiac ischemia. Ischemia is a restriction of flow to tissue organs like the heart. Cardiac ischemia, it can be very serious. And she wanted to know how long is this going to take? Two, four hours, depends on who's in line for a stress test. I have dry cleaning to pick up and meetings to go to. 
Those are going to have to wait. Who will pick up your dry cleaning when you're not around to do it? Phone. I suggest you have the stress test before you go anywhere. Your next run could very well be your last. And I said, are you taking medications for any medical problems? And she said she wasn't taking any prescribed medications, but that she had gotten a medication from a health food store that was supposed to be an energy boost. Do you have that with you? I don't. Several of the supplements have stimulants in them, and they can make your heart beat faster. Mm, I forget the name of it. I asked her, is there any possibility that we could find out what that medication was? I can go get them. It's not that far. My keys are in my purse. So how many times do you run a week? Well, to be honest, before today, I haven't um, gone in three years. What? You know, his eyebrows sort of raised. You haven't gone running in three years? Babe, why don't you tell me? I didn't want to pressure you or make you feel self-conscious. Well, any more than I am right now? That was peculiar to me. That shouldn't have been that much of a surprise to him. Why can't you just tell the doctor the truth and come clean with it? Why can't you just tell the doctor the truth and come clean with it? <sighs> okay, okay. Here's what really happened. Welcome to Austin, baby. Mm. Mm. Oh, thank you. It's my first time. <laughs> mm. Mm. Everything's bigger in Texas. <laughs> she indicated something about him having a lot of stamina, and so it probably went on for a little period. Something's wrong with my chest. It's pounding. Something's pounding my chest. I think I'm having a heart attack. There's a lot of other issues that her revelation about having the chest pain during sex created. Heart disease is the main thing that I'm focusing on. Yeah, Susan can't talk right now. She's in the hospital. There, I fixed it. Who was that? Well, parents, you know an important. Uh, Austin, could you go get the supplements, please? They're on the kitchen counter. No need to look anywhere else. She did almost admonish him. Make sure you go right in and come right back out because the doctor needs to know. But it seemed like she was more concerned about him taking time and going through the house. Doctor, the patient's labs are in. These all look normal. Given the results of all her lab tests, it heightened my desire to have the results of the stress test so that I could further rule out the possibility that she was having a true cardiac event. Where is Austin in those stupid pills? I feel like a hamster. Keep going, just a few minutes more. Doctor, the patient has a visitor. She seemed to be a little upset when she saw this guy come in. Leave me alone. What are you doing here? Susan, do you want this guy to stay? You've been ducking my calls all day. Then some guy answers and says you're in the hospital. This is the only thing that would keep you from enjoying a good mediation. My attorney will not approve of us meeting like this, and I am not enjoying this divorce. But it just has to be done. We don't have to get a divorce. That's you. I'm not leaving until I find out what's happening. Legally, you're still my wife. I was just out for a run, and I thought I was having a heart attack. So I'm doing a stress test, and you're not helping any. Susan, do you want this guy to stay? Here we go. They're in the kitchen, right where you said they. Who are you? Who are you? 
I'm her husband. Austin is my personal trainer. Oh, how much does that cost me per hour? This old geezer is your husband? Oh, I think you definitely traded up. Soon to be ex-husband. I'm getting a divorce. I'm leaving him. She's got this young stud. So I'm getting your day-old leftovers. Oh. He's got to be the old stud instead of the young stud. You're calling my wife leftovers? Oh, Olga, home security. And they were going at each other. You to leave right now. Grabs uh, to the first punch. Jim Rat insulted my wife. Susan, how are you feeling? Are you okay? She was again experiencing the same symptoms that she had experienced before. I was concerned that at that moment she might be having a heart attack. And I said, Is this the way you felt before? And she said, Yes. And so I instructed the nurse to repeat her EKG. But this was a perfect opportunity to capture what was going on with the heart right at the moment that she was having her symptoms and it should give me as much information as I was going to get. Well, I'm happy to report that despite your symptoms, your EKG is normal. How could it be normal? My hands are still shaking. <laughs> Boy, did I get busted. <laughs> ER drama's not that uncommon, I'm sorry to say. She was still anxious about what might be going on in the, in the waiting room. We made sure that the security guards stayed and made sure that they stayed separate. So what's up with those supplements? Well, it looks like these are just vitamins. Nothing that should increase your heart rate. But I do have one more question for you. While you were having sex today, was there anything else going on that might have been stressing you out? Yes, there kind of was. Yeah, there was. Right in the middle of our lovemaking, I realize my wedding picture is still on the desk. Uh, so I place it face down. Uh, and then I see our divorce papers on the desk, so I shove them off. What? Something's wrong. My chest, it's pounding. Something's pounding in my chest. I think I'm having a And right after that is when I started to feel the pain and labored breathing. Well, knowing the real story, I think I've figured this out. Well, don't leave me in the dark, doctor. I need to know. Her heart showed stellar performance through everything that occurred. Physically, I think your heart is fine. Uh, I think you were having a panic attack. It's often difficult to tell the difference between a panic attack and a heart attack. And anything that creates stress can trigger the same symptoms. And having sex for the first time in three years, that was one of those triggers. And uh, I said that I don't think her physical ability to accommodate sex was the problem. I think the trigger was your hiding the fact from Austin that you were married. But you were right to come in today. You could have actually been having a heart attack. Nope, the nurse wants you to stay. Okay. How long have you been married? Fifteen years. I mean, you can't remove all the stress from your life. And sometimes a panic attack can come on without any identifiable stressor. But you can simplify things in the choices you make. You're going to have to remove something. What that something is, that's up to you. You have two very impatient men in the waiting room. Which one do you want me to bring back? Gentlemen, Susan has chosen you. I need to go do push-ups. 
When the husband came there, ultimately she was getting what she wanted to get from him that she probably hadn't gotten in a while. And you could tell it was slowly winning her over. You sure your attorney won't mind us talking? I'm not sure how much longer I'll need an attorney. I think your personal trainer just dropped you as a client. Like, if you hired him because he was giving you something that you weren't getting at home, I got that message loud and clear. And, and to think I could lose you to something like this, well, that just made me want you back even more. I saw two different men today, but only one stood up for me. No one calls my wife leftovers. And no one calls my husband a geezer, except me. So I can understand that happening, but um, I definitely wouldn't have predicted it. Who would have thought that a roll in the hay with a younger man, followed by a heart attack scare, could be enough to save a marriage? <laughs> I think what attracted me to Cicely was those long legs and her beautiful face. Ain't she a beaut? How badly do you want me to lie? I'm Cicely. I'm Chuck. We've been together 13 years. Have I ever told you how much I love your legs? What I love about Chuck is that he's very caring and he always keeps a lot of excitement going on in our relationship. Hmm, did I imagine it or do we have a date tonight? Uh, of course, of course. Uh, Sex is very important in our relationship. I, I was just finishing up. It's just something that we would love to do on a regular basis, but life comes in. I'll go get cleaned up. Then we can leave, baby. I was really looking forward to our date night. I decided to take a ride to the country because, it, for one, it's quiet, there's not many people around, and I thought it would bring us closer together. A motorcycle ride is very refreshing. It's a free feeling. There's no other feeling like it. When we actually arrived, it was pretty much pitch dark. We reminisced on a lot of the old times. I remember the first time we kissed at that party. It brought back a lot of sparks. That was 13 years ago. I was a size nine and you had just started to shave. <laughs> so we just came up with an idea. I felt like that was the beginning of the budding romance again. It was definitely worth the wait. However, it went really fast. That's it, one quickie and hit the road. You don't haul me on a rusty old bike up in the hills only for five minutes of happy time. You gotta do better than that. Let's go, Easy Rock. I really didn't know what was going on. I just knew that I was in a lot of pain. I started feeling like my vagina was swelling up. Oh, I'm starting to feel tender all of a sudden. I was in a lot of pain. I had an IUD put in that I was having some difficulties with. But finally, when it started getting really bad, I had to say something to him about it. It's burning. Did you give me something? Did I give you something? Yes. Of course not, no. It actually made me angry to be accused of cheating. 
Al. So I was trying to dissect the situation. Mm -hmm. All I know is that we haven't had sex in a month and now my crotch is on fire. <laughs> when you're going through something like that, that screams an STD, what else is there to say? Who would you blame? You would think that your man is out doing something he has no business doing. Well, I know we gotta get you to the yard. Come on. Come on, baby. I've never seen her act like that, so I knew definitely there was something wrong. Uh, I told her, let's go to the hospital, let's figure out what's going on, and, and, and the doctor proved to you that I haven't done anything. So they came and took me straight to the room. Okay, I'm Dr. Gray. We're a teaching hospital. These interns are medical students. It surprised me that she allowed the doctor to bring in the interns because she's a very private person and she doesn't like everybody knowing her business. I just want to find out what's wrong with me. Okay. Ow. What are you experiencing? Really bad burning and pain in this entire area. I'm very swollen and I feel like I sat on a hot iron. Okay, now what do these symptoms immediately suggest? Sarah? Uvulitis, swelling of the vulva due to a viral or bacterial infection or possibly a sexually transmitted disease. Thank you, Sarah. When I asked him, and just as well as the doctor asked him about if he was cheating on me, I just knew in my heart that he could have never done anything like that. I didn't mean to offend. So I told the doctor, let's try to find another avenue of what could possibly be going on. Doctor, me and my love parts are on fire. Can you please help me? Okay, absolutely. Ow. So we're just gonna ask you to relax, and I'm gonna take a look and see what's going on here, okay? Now I have to, like, prop my legs open in front of everybody for the doctor to examine me. Okay, here we go. Oh, we go. My. What's wrong with me? Well, it's uh, clear that you have a very serious condition. The doctor noticed that I had some type of discharge. He, he wasn't quite sure what it was. When a patient comes in with an inflamed vagina with discharge, we have to worry about infection, STD, or an allergy. We could determine the cause by doing a detailed sexual history and doing some testing. An inflammation like this could indicate a severe allergic reaction. I'm gonna give you an antihistamine for the itching and swelling. It'll help you to feel a little better. Do you have any allergies? I'm allergic to silver and any kind of metal found in cheap jewelry. Okay, what were you doing when you started noticing these symptoms? I was having marital relations with my husband. Are you using any new detergents, soaps, any new feminine hygiene products? I've been using the same products as always, nothing new. I started to get worried because I knew something that Cicely didn't. I think I know something new in our life. <laughs> something you don't know about. What's new? Well, I know I should have told you back when I was thinking about it. Thinking about what? I got a, a piercing. It's called a Prince Albert. You got a what? A Prince Albert is a ring-style piercing that extends along the underside of the glands from the urethral opening to where the glands meets the shaft of the penis. You got a piece of metal stuck between the end of your privates and you didn't tell me? I thought she would enjoy the Prince Albert. I thought it would spice up our sex life and I, I thought it would really be pleasurable for her. You could have got me flowers here. I was thinking that it was my IUD. Now, are you all familiar with IUDs? Uh, an intrauterine device. A small contraceptive device, often T-shaped, usually containing copper or the hormone levonorgestrel. Very good, Sarah. And I'm assuming that you weren't allergic to the copper in your IUD. Uh, no. 
and you thought Chuck's penis piercing was your IUD moving around. An IUD is designed so that it doesn't move or become dislodged, but it's not unheard of for that to happen. And what is this Prince Albert thing made of anyway? <laughs> Stainless steel. Are you kidding me? I'm allergic to silver. So it's a possibility that that is why I'm having this reaction. They told me it was hypoallergenic. Well, most people who are allergic to piercings and jewelry have an issue with stainless steel because of the nickel inside of it. When we met, Cicely told me she was allergic to silver and cheap jewelry. That's it. I'm allergic to the nickel. The and I didn't really think that was true. I think she just wanted the, the good stuff, the gold. Can we please do something about this, doctor? I am on fire down here. Yes, but first I need to do a pelvic exam to assess the extent of the reaction. That means all of you, out. <laughs> That's right, y'all. The show is over. An allergic reaction in the vaginal area is just like an allergic reaction anywhere else, but it's a very, very sensitive area, and it can cause the patient to be very uncomfortable. So it's important for us to figure out what that allergy is so she doesn't have to undergo that uncomfort again. I'm so sorry I got you into this. You should have known better, but at least now we know what caused it. Well, I have some news. The allergic reaction you felt to Chuck's penis piercing is not your biggest issue. Did the IUD come loose? I had to have it replaced once before because the first one fell out. Well, I don't think that's the case this time, but I'll have to do an ultrasound to, you know, be sure. I was thinking, what else could be worse? How's your health been lately? I've had colds and a little abdominal pain. She had been complaining about abdominal pains a couple months previous to that, but we just basically thought it was the IUD causing her pains because she's been having problems with it since she had it in. Her lymph nodes have been swollen. Doctor gave her antibiotics. And then it would clear right up. Temporarily? Yeah. No. Well, I can see why. Your IUD has become embedded in your uterus and created a bad infection. That's the real cause of the lymph node swelling. And the antibiotics your regular doctor gave you haven't been enough to kill the uterine infection. But I'm also seeing something a lot more worrisome. The ultrasound not only revealed that I had an infection, it also showed that I had polyps, and polyps are precancerous. Well, you are going to need immediate surgery to clean out the infection and remove the IUD. And because I'm seeing a dangerous number of polyps in your uterus, as well as cysts on your ovaries, I strongly recommend a total hysterectomy and oophorectomy. Oh my gosh. That was really scary since the women in my family have a history of polyps and cancer. The sooner the better. When a patient comes in with a uterine polyp, the first thing we need to do is biopsy it to determine if it's cancerous. If it is cancerous, then the patient will need to have her uterus, ovaries, and fallopian tubes removed. This will cause a hormonal imbalance, and that in turn can make her feel very uncomfortable, but we can treat that so she could have a pleasurable sex life. I needed to have the surgery ASAP, because my life was at stake. I thought I was gonna lose my wife. I mean, I didn't know if we was gonna be able to spend the rest of our lives together. This is the scariest situation that I've ever had to go through. I was relieved when I seen her come out of the operation room with a big smile on her face. The surgery was a success. We removed all the polyps and the threat of cancer is gone. If, and I would have continued on with my life. The chances of me having cancer was 75% within the next year or two. We're gonna keep you for observation overnight and we'll go ahead and release you tomorrow. I'm very thankful that he did go and get the piercing. Right, thank, thank you, you so much, Doc. Thank you. It definitely saved my life.
Good. The surgery itself took about an hour, hour and a half, and her recovery time was only two days. And if you don't take that thing out, I'm gonna yank it out. We have to cherish each moment that we have with each other. As long as Prince Albert isn't along for the ride, we can go anywhere, babe. <laughs> I think that this experience, it, it definitely brought us closer together.